guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 17. And this one is going to be kind of short, sweet, to the point, and just a little bit off the cuff because I had a thought that I wanted to share with you guys. And I'm recording this sort of in the moment. I was reviewing a few of my clients' training plans and noticing kind of the sporadic amounts of work being done. And this got me thinking just like about a couple of things. First, what you think it takes to run an ultra. And second, what it actually takes to run an ultra. And they're two totally different things. Ultras aren't like other distances. There's a lot that goes into training for them, whether it's your first or your like 500th. And when you get into this sport, you'll quickly realize that you can't approach it like you do any other distance, especially if it's your first attempt. You've got to level up. And the big thought that I want to share with you and break down with you here today is this idea of what got you here won't take you there. Meaning what got you here to wherever you are at this moment in time with your training and your distance won't take you there to wherever it is you want to go, whatever your goal is, whatever your A priority race is. So this is probably something that you've heard before and it definitely it definitely borders on being super cliche, but it's something that I believe wholeheartedly and have tested personally. Okay, so back to my clients. I'm looking at their calendars and noticing the workouts that they have checked off and the ones that they haven't. I'm seeing like things get moved around on the calendar. And in some cases, there are like big holes or gaps in the schedule where they didn't do anything for maybe even a couple days in a row. And that sporadic effort isn't going to take them where they want to go. Now, I'll be the first to admit that life happens. And I've always given my clients and myself free reign to adjust the training schedule when life presents a challenge. But I expect that they'll do the work, not just slough it off. And there are a couple of them (laughs) that actually aren't doing the work. So If you've been around me for a while, in addition to this thought or phrase that kind of sparked this podcast, you will have also heard me say, probably ad nauseum, I can't want it for you more than you want it for yourself. Let me say that again. I can't want it for you more than you want it for yourself. So when I feel like I'm getting to that point with a client that place of wanting them to achieve their goal more than their effort shows that they want it for themselves, we have a conversation. (laughs) And it typically goes something like this. What's your goal? Why are you here? If you were going to give yourself a grade on your training for the last few weeks, what would it be? And what do you think it's going to take for you to get to your goal? Now, this always sparks a really good kind of like follow-up conversation or multiple conversations, one where we can really dig in and figure out what their true obstacles are, why they aren't getting the training in, and how we can work together to move them forward. But the first step in this process is understanding the basic premise. What got you here isn't going to take you there. And when things get crazy, 
We default to what's easy for us, and that's often a lower level of output than what's required for us to achieve our ultra goal. And it's a slippery slope, you guys. If you're not constantly keeping tabs on yourself or have someone like a coach to do it for you, it's easy to just do the bare minimum and to justify it as being what's needed. But in order to be successful at running ultras, you have to level up not just as a runner, but as a human being on the whole. So I define success here as um, enjoying the process of training, enjoying the act of racing, getting across the finish line in one piece, and wanting to do more afterwards. So like, I'm not worked over to the point that I never want to run another step again. Now, you might have a different definition for success, but that's mine, okay? One that I've personally come up with after years of being in this sport. And this leveling up isn't something that I just knew instinctively. I had to learn this. Like I said, just like my definition of success, I had to learn what leveling up meant um, over the course of the last 10 plus years of running. So every time that I decided to take on a new challenge, meaning a new race or a new distance, I also had to level up my life, my habits, my routine, training, mobility, sleep, friends, my focus, my diet, my productivity, all of it. And it wasn't just when I was actively training. It wasn't like a switch that I could flip on the days that I was running. It doesn't it doesn't work like that, I'm sorry to say. And to me, that approach is half-assing it. Now, leveling up isn't easy. I've said it before, I fully believe it, but it's totally necessary. Most of the time, this leveling up is really uncomfortable because you've never been there before. You've never been to where you, where you want to go. So it takes some time to work out the logistics. What level of effort is required? How much of that? How much level of effort can I sustain? What's the time commitment? What are the resources required? Who else do I need to enlist in this process? Do I like, do I need to get buy-in from others, friends, family, or coworkers in order to make this happen? And just like we talked about on the last episode, some people will support you. And those are the ones that you want to surround yourself with 24-7. On the flip side, some won't support you. They might even push back on you and give you a little resistance. But like I said before, that's on them, not on you. Okay. Here's another one. I'm just thinking of this as I'm, as I'm recording here, I'm just full of these like cliche phrases today, but here's another good one that I find really helpful during challenging times. I have said this to myself many a time when I'm sitting there thinking, I don't even know if I can do this. Right. But here's here here it is. The tallest tree catches the most wind. So if you're really standing out, if you're making big changes, if you're leveling up and going for your goals, you're going to stick out, so to say, like a tall tree. And like it or not, you're going to catch the most wind or attention. But in order to get to where you want to go, there's going to be a lot of that in your future. I hate to break it to you, but you've got to figure out a way how to handle it. And I don't 
I don't want to paint a picture here like everything about this process is tough or hard or difficult, but I also don't want you to go into this unprepared for the obstacles that you'll likely encounter. And I feel like there's nothing worse than signing up for something and not having all of the information or a clear understanding or picture of what's involved and then feeling overwhelmed when you finally do see that big picture. So let's circle back to moving from where you are now to where you want to go. Back in episode, I think it was four, when I talked about designing your own kick-ass training plan, working backwards, we talked about this process of working backwards from your goal to where you are now in order to understand the next logical step forward in the process. So it's a way to bridge the gap from where you are now to where you want to go. And you actually just kind of flip the switch and reverse engineer it. So we're going to use a similar line of logic to help you level up and become a kick-ass ultra runner. So here's how we do that, right? There's a little phrase that I learned a long time ago, and it goes something like this. It goes, (laughs) it's really simple, but it's pretty profound and impactful. Ready? I'm, I'm, this is such a big buildup for something that's so simple. <laughs> the phrase is act as if, okay? Act as if. What does that mean? Well, it means that in order to become a kick-ass ultra runner, you're going to have to act as if you're already that person, okay? So when it comes to your decision-making process, use it like a filter. That's how I did it in the beginning. I would think of things like I would just ask myself, is this something that a kick-ass ultra runner would do? If the answer was yes, then I'd do it. If the answer was no, then I wouldn't. It's pretty cut and dry. Most things for me are pretty cut and dry with the exception of a couple things, but we won't get into that right now. So I'm going to use a real life example actually from one of the Run Farther, Faster, Stronger group members, Ben, who's been just like crushing it these last six or seven weeks. He posted in our Slack channel the other day about how he'd been, had like a really long day at work. He's on his feet all day. When he got home, he didn't really feel like doing the rest of his training schedule, like what was on his plan. But rather than throwing in the towel, he started to think about, you know, what was necessary. He started to act as if, and he began the whole process of like doing more training by doing the shakedown. And if you don't know what that is, I'll link one up in the show notes. And then he actually felt so good that he went on to do a few miles on the treadmill at a 6% incline, which is like pretty legit. So just by acting as if he turned things around and did some training that got him a couple steps closer to his goal. So just want to give a big high five shout out to Ben. Like I said before, seriously, like he's totally crushing it. So act as if, okay, put that one in your back pocket and use it always. Um, Lots of this, as I'm thinking about it and talking about it, a lot of this comes down to feelings. And I talk a lot about listening to your body, getting a better understanding of your status, because that will help you to make informed decisions about when to push and when to back off. So I just want to be clear, the point of this whole discussion isn't to tell you that you should just override your body 24-7 and do everything, do all the things, and run yourself ragged. No. Okay, let me just be super clear. That's the fast track to disaster. That's not what I'm saying. The point is for you to step back 
and have a clear picture of where you are now, where you want to go, what it's realistically going to take for you to get there, and the strategic decisions that you're going to have to make in order to do that, i.e. where are you going to have to level up? Because I, like I said at the beginning, what got you here isn't going to take you there. And listen, I'm not typically one for hacks or shortcuts when it comes to creating long lasting change in your body, the kind that's necessary for ultras. But if there was one, this would be it. Understanding this concept, what got you here won't take take you there. It's seriously powerful shit, you guys. Without it, you could waste infinite amounts of time trying to achieve a big, shiny, and scary (laughs) new goal by putting out the same low level of effort that got you to your last old passe goal, right? You did that. You've done that already. You're trying for something bigger and better. So don't do that. Don't waste that time. Don't get on that hamster wheel. Think big act as if, and become that kick-ass ultra runner that you're striving to be. And that I know that you are capable of leveling up to. Okay, you guys, that's all for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. It was top of mind for me. So I wanted to fire that off for you. Let's connect over on Instagram. If we're not already friends, I'm at find your ultra. And I love to get emails from you just updating on where you're at, what you're up to, how your training is going. You can catch my email in the show notes. It's Megan at Megan Gould.com. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Thank you.